Hi guys, it's me, the Witch of Boise, here to do another episode of Toasty Tarot Nights, Toasty Tarot Nights, the podcast. This is a podcast that I do on an almost weekly basis where we have some drinks and that's mocktails, cocktails, water, tea, whatever, read some tarot and just hang out, enjoy ourselves. Hey, if you even want to smoke a joint, do that. I don't give crap. I'm not judging. All right. So um, this is a podcast that I do. I used to do this on my YouTube channel. You can check that out, which of Boise. Just, you can just search that um, in YouTube and you'll find me. Also, make sure that you do follow me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is Witch of Boise. And also join the coven, the Witch of Boise coven. And that is at witchofboise.com, witchofboise.com, all one word. And being a coven member is absolutely free. You're able to be a part of the action that's going on. There's other levels of being a part of the coven as well, which is brand new because I am now accepting to do paid readings. And so there are some options as well if you check that out. If you have any questions or anything like that, just make sure you sign up for the free coven and you can also ask on my forum. You can also contact me through Instagram as well. But definitely check that out, witchofboise.com. And again, I am doing paid readings now. So you can just check out to see if anything suits your fancy. Um, I'm only being able to do weekends because I do have a full-time job. This is all part-time gig. Or side gig, I should say, not a part-time, because I do this a lot more than I actually work. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely check that out, too, to see if you're interested. And if you find that my prices are a little bit expensive, I know that they are, because I am I'm a expensive beach. Um, make sure you do check out and follow uh, me on Instagram and check out my stories because you might win a free reading and that is going to be a feature that I do on my YouTube channel. So it's called Ask Witch of Boise. You can ask me a question and then I give you a 30 minute reading of that question. And um, so just be on the lookout for that. That should be coming to my Instagram shortly. I'm trying to get all the ones I've been sitting on for a while, get them read because they have been patiently waiting for quite some time. Then I'll be open for possible readings. So again, make sure you follow me on Instagram, which of Boise and also YouTube. Make sure that you are subscribed and you're following. Click that notification bell as well because I'm trying to keep on schedule. And you know what? I'm pretty dang proud of myself. I've been pretty good at it. Before we begin, I do want to describe what I am drinking today. I went through dry January. I did really great. I still haven't drank any sort of alcohol yet. And it. I'm recording this on February 3rd. So <laughs> that's not a whole lot of time. <laughs> but I was actually going to wait and have a cocktail or a drink this weekend due to current situations that I will be talking about in the later in this episode. I really need a dang drink. <laughs> so today's drink for me is 
a truly raspberry lime hard seltzer. I haven't had one of these in so long. It's a it's a pretty much a basic witch drink, you know? Witch, but it's beach. Alright, so let's open this puppy up. Ooh! <laughs> okay. So I want to start this off because I I just have to be really honest with you. My my vibe's a little off because of reasons that we'll get into at the end after we do some readings. So I just kind of want to clear the energy. And I just want to say, when we cheers for this cheers, I want to cheers for personal freedoms. I want to cheers for liberties. No one should ever infringe on your personal freedom and your own liberties and who you are. So let's cheers to that. Cheers! Oh, I'm a, I have to be honest, that is not my favorite flavor. <laughs> that is gross. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> All right, let's start off with our readings. Oh. Okay, so I just had a card fall off, and I think this is going to be, this is what our um, main question or, or energy is going to be. Oh, perfect. That's going to be the Ten of Pentacles. So, oh, cool. Okay, we had another one fly off. And again, like I said, the page of, or the Ten of Pentacles, I should say. That is our main card. And I just had two fly off and they fell on the ground, but they were upside down, so. Okay, I think that's it. So we have that 10 of pentacles and what a beautiful energy because this is all about family life. This is about stability. This is a multi-generational uh, energy. Whenever I get this card, the, the thing I always think about, which is very interesting too, <laughs> for all the crap that I'm going to talk about later, is the American dream. I always think of it because in this card, there's this grandfather wizard, and he's holding a baby, and he has his hands next to the baby's face, like out, not like on it, but out by it and he has like magic sparks and stuff so he's showing the baby magic and the baby's oh so excited and so he's holding the baby the there's the i'm assuming the the baby's parents in the in the background and they're holding each other they're in each other's arms right at the grandfather's feet is a flipping golden retriever like how american is that you know <laughs> And um, the background is like a field. And then in the very, very background is this massive house. And it looks like a, it almost looks like a Victorian, just massive house, mansion. And so it, it always just reminds me of like the American dream and um, just multi-generational family issues and things like that. So our first card is the six of swords and then we have the two of wands in reverse and then wow we have the hermit in reverse so 
So I'm getting a, a, a sense of your bonding with your family. And this doesn't necessarily have to be like your blood family. This is like a, um, this can be your family that you choose, your, your group of friends, people that you're close with. And it feels like that um, it might have been uh, not great for a while, that it has been maybe a little bit rocky. Maybe there's like been some instability. Um, I know like with the election <laughs> and all of that last year, um, that could have really uh, broke up some families or has made really big rifts. Really good news in that is that it's moving forward to calmer waters. So there, there is movement away from this kind of ick energy um, that might have been happening in the past. So this is moving towards this Ten of Pentacles energy where there's harmony, there's peace, and it's just love. And it's, it is, like I said, with the American dream, it's like, it's like your goals of what, how you envision yourself, how you want your life to be. And you're heading that way. And that's really, really exciting. And also with the Six of Swords, this is telling us as well that it's to calmer water. So you're moving towards it, but it's not going to be this like rough, awful journey. This is going to be something that is really, really fulfilling. And it's going to be pretty easy sailing. So really, really great energy and a great omen for that as well. So with that Two of Wands energy being in the reverse, this is telling me that um, you don't have time to wait. And I think that if this is coming from a family dynamic that has been a little bit broken or has been um, not great, um, you might need to be the one that reaches out, you know? And that's the thing where it this isn't the time to delay it. So if someone... And this could be even a family member coming towards you and apologizing or, or trying to fix something, making a bridge or giving an olive branch, that kind of thing. It's not time to sit and think about it. It's a time to be like, you know what? Okay, let's move on and go forward and move forward into something that is really, really great. And then we have the hermit in reverse. And what a beautiful beautiful energy because what this tells me is that you've been a hermit for too long and so now you're going to be able to be around a group be included be in this beautiful energy this this coven in a way and you don't have to feel alone I think that you've really found your light and you found what you were searching for and maybe you weren't even searching for it, but you did find something. And so it's, it's just also telling me that you're not alone and you're, you're heading towards a thing, towards a, not a thing, but a, a relationship and a situation that you're not alone. So really, really beautiful energy on that. And it's definitely like a family dynamic or a, um, like a group, like a, your chosen family kind of deal. All right, that is it for that reading. Make sure you are, um, I was gonna say, make sure you like and comment um, if you can. Um, also take a chance to rate um, me on Apple Podcasts or um, on Spotify, make sure you're following me. 
And um, if anything comes up into Toasty Tarot Nights, I do have a forum that's specifically for Toasty Tarot Nights. So you can definitely post there and we can expand on things. And that's the same thing with readings too. If you want like a clarification or anything like that, just put it out there because you, you never know. I might totally do that. I, I probably will. <laughs> Let's just be honest. So, um, yeah, so definitely check that out. Okay. Let's, um, have another drink. I'm not very excited by this. <laughs> I don't think I'm usually like, mm, drinks and hydrate, tra <laughs> hydrate myself. And, um, I'm just, I am not feeling this at all. Ooh. Okay. So let's cheers. Let's cheers to moving into calmer waters. Oh, I gotta be honest. That was, that was like a, a sip. That is gross. <laughs> I used to drink those all the time. That just does not, that hits really, really it. Okay. I'm having cards fly out everywhere. Let's go to our next reading. All right, let's do this. What does Tara want to talk about? What does Tara want to talk about? What does Tara want to talk about? Okay, we got one card. Oh, cool. It's Eight of Swords in Reverse. So, what are we releasing from? This is kind of, this is really cool. I love this energy. I just had a handful fall out. We need three cards or less. How many is that? That's too many. Tarot, come on. Oh, I'm going to start whining. Okay, perfect. All right, awesome. Okay. All right. So with that eight of swords being in reverse, this is us being released. Um, the picture of eight of swords in the upright, at least in this deck, is a woman and she's in a flowing purple dress and she's blindfolded and she's loosely chained up. She could definitely get out of these chains. And she's in the center of eight swords, barefoot, can't really tell with the ground if it's like water or looks like there's water at the ground, but she's standing on land. But the background's really misty and it looks like there's like a castle or something in the background. But so with this being in the reverse, this is really, really exciting. And this is why I love a lot of swords um, in reverse because it's like the sword is falling. Okay. He just heard my cat Marley. She's just saying hi. But when these swords are in the reverse, it's, it's like the sword is falling out. So it's just like, it's releasing things. So when this is in the upright, this is us thinking, 
um, that we're trapped by something and, and usually it's our own mind. And with it being in the reverse, it's realizing that we have the power and capability of not being confined and being chained. And it's knowing that you have the freedom and that you can escape this, this moment that's happening. So I almost get like with the nine of swords, it's kind of the same kind of issue in the sense where um, it's thinking things are not as bad as they are. And with the eight of swords, it is it's overthinking things. And so it's realizing that maybe a lot of your issues are you overthinking it and it, you're your own worst enemy in a sense. And so you're waking up from this. You're, you're realizing, wow, I have the potential to be something really, really great and powerful and actually change things. I have the power to do this. And the only person or thing that's holding me back is me and my mind. And so it's now it's realizing that that is the issue. Now we have four cards underneath it. We have the Ace of Pentacles in reverse, the Three of Pentacles in reverse, the Four of Cups, and then the Chariot. And so there's there's cycles that need to happen. And the biggest thing is your monetary gain and loss. And money is important in the sense of trying to get shelter and all of that stuff, but it's not the be all end all and changing your mindset on that and knowing that money isn't everything. And you know what money, it doesn't matter if I were to win the lottery today and my problems wouldn't go away just because I gained money and to get into that mindset of of understanding that when something great, like winning the lottery, where you're like, I don't have to worry about money ever again, guess what? Then you have a ton of it and then you're worrying about it and you have the same problems, but now they're intensified and they are given another, like more stuff to worry about. So it's getting them, them, your mind off of, money in the sense that it is the most important thing. This is also real. This can be also your masculine side as well. That is realizing that he's being the self saboteur. He's the one that's really doing this and you're not trusting your feminine side and your masculine side has to step in and redirect you. I just, I don't mean to swear, but I've been feeling so much pussy power lately and that with masculine energy, it has been trying to shut it down. And you know what? It's time for that masculine energy to shut the fuck up and let the women work, let them do their thing. And it's okay to let them lead and do their thing because they'll get shit done. Plain and simple. 
And with that three of pentacles, that goes into the same sort of thing. There is a dynamic that's happening that should be a group effort, and it's not happening. Someone is always doing the work, and there's two others that aren't doing anything, or vice versa. There's two people that are working, and then there's one person that's like, eh, you guys, you don't seem like you need any help. You know, I'll just stay over here and watch you. And that's the problem as we're not having a combined joined energy at all. Another thing too, that is real, that we need to release with that eight of swords energy, release and know that everything is going to be okay. And the other thing too, is not focusing on the negative. It's really, really easy to do that. Trust. It is so easy to get into that mindset of, well, why didn't this happen to me? Why did this happen to this person and not me? And it's easy. It's easy to get into a negative mindset or to stew on things or think about the past. Be like in the past of stuff. And it's just, it, it's time to let that stuff go because opportunity is coming to you in full force. But when you're so focused on the negative and that you just, well, I can't do it because of this and you're making excuses for things or you're just hyper-focused on something else and you're just like, whatever, I, that's not good enough and blah, blah, blah. You're going to lose off of opportunity. An opportunity is constantly coming into your life, so you need to make sure you're open to it. Now, the exciting card is the chariot. This is telling us that with these this movement that's happening, which is not, it's, it's making sure you're working as a team, you're not focusing on the past, so you're not getting into a funk when things don't go your way, because also, just a little side note, if things don't go your way, that means the universe has better stuff for you. And that's just how it is. So when something doesn't go your way, just accept it and move on. And in releasing that kind of energy, you're going to remove that self-saboteur. You're also seeing your mind is now realizing that you're doing this. And when you can snap yourself out of it and you re you can recognize what's happening, because once I go into a downward spiral, at least for me, I know it. And you got to get a safe word, get yourself out of it. Mine is surfboard. You can totally use it. And um, just get yourself out of it. Just get yourself out of that downward spiral and be like, you know what? No, not today. Not today, brain. We're not doing that. And when you focus on that, and you focus on the power that you have, that everyone has. You all have power. You have the power to do what you want to do and what how you want to make your life. You have the power to do it. And you're going to really get that chariot energy. And the chariot energy is about balance. And this is also accepting the light and the darkness. So this is also shadow, shadow work. What are the best parts of yourself? What are the worst parts of yourself? It doesn't mean that you are going to be perfect because you're not. Everyone's flawed. 
And it's accepting those flaws and knowing that you have them and recognizing that that's a part of you. Now, that doesn't give you an excuse to be an a-hole, doesn't give you an excuse to do that, but it gives you an excuse. I'm sorry, that was my cat just trying to jump up on a chair and she just ate shit. God. They're very, all the animals are in here. They're very happy that I'm sitting here and not paying attention to them, as you can tell. But anyways, um, the, the chariot is about doing the, is accepting the best and worst parts of you. And that's the thing, is you, is you have these sides, these different sides of you. Mine, I can tell you right now, and it's just, it's how I was raised. It is totally a learned behavior. If I, how I would get stuff the way that I would need to, I would have to manipulate. And that is just how it is. That is how I learn to get stuff. I'm trying to unlearn it, but I can definitely see myself when I do it. And I try to not do it, <laughs> but that's also a part of myself. That is it. And there's other aspects of myself. And you could probably name some too, where they aren't the best part of yourself. And especially when, if you're meeting new people or whatnot, you try to hide it. And that's the problem. We have to accept ourselves a hundred percent and it doesn't mean to stop working on ourselves. And it's just like with my thing with the manipulation and I can see it happen. And then it's, I either apologize or I get myself out of it to say, Hey, Hey, Hey self, stop it. <laughs> you know what you're doing. Stop it. Cause a lot of times I start doing it and it's a learned habit. It's not like I like scheme this up. It just happens. And then when I see it that way, it's like, whoa, what the hell? No. <laughs> so it, it's a constant battle, but I accept that about myself. I know that about myself. And that's the thing where you're moving forward and moving on to success is knowing what your weaknesses and what your strengths are. And you're going to get success that way. All right, guys, that is it for that reading. Make sure you do like this video, hit subscribe, also comment below. Just kidding, because it's not YouTube. I've been doing, <laughs> I've been doing a lot of YouTube videos. And I, I missed last week on this podcast. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. So let's take it, let's cheers. We're going to cheers to accepting ourselves light, dark, and just knowing that we are who we are and we accept that, except we don't accept when we're assholes because that's rude. All right. And cheers. Kink. Again, that was a sip. I'm going to get a big old glass of water after this. This is gross. Gross is truly. Why are you doing this? All right, guys. Well, how are ya? How are the kids? Oh, it's been, it's been a, a week or two. So last week, I usually record on Thursdays and I'm, I'm figuring out different ways of getting, um,
stuff organized during the weekend. And so um, I'm going to be recording again. Because again, like I said, this I'm recording this on Thursday, or no, Wednesday, the 3rd of February, 2021. And so I'm going to film another or record another um, podcast this weekend to get back on track. Last weekend, my... Um, my mom wanted to go out to some craft stores and all of that. And I love, I love doing that because it's so much fun. I don't know what it is, but I just love looking at all the stuff. Very rarely do I buy anything, but it's just fun to look. It's fun to look. And then you just kind of get some cute ideas. That's how I get some of my crafts around the house that I like to do. You just get some cute ideas. Thursday night is usually when I uh, record pod the Sissy Sarah Nights podcast. But my mom wanted to do it on Thursday. And to be quite frank, I forgot. Um, simply because then Friday happened. <laughs> and Friday has transformed into where we are now. Um, I found out that the state of Idaho has passed, well, are trying to pass a um, something with the Idaho Constitution that's going to ban any and all psychoactive drugs, which is Mormon for uh, medical marijuana and marijuana. So, you know, yes. And I said Mormon. Is, that's huge here. As Senator in Eagle, Idaho, which is like a neighboring town that I'm in, um, has decided that he wants no one to have weed and has also said that he wants uh, all Idaho to live um, a sober lifestyle which is laughable because you know you have people that are drinking and smoking and all of that it's just it is bizarre it is the most bizarre legislation I've ever seen and I'm not super big into politics but I've been a marijuana and uh, medical marijuana advocate since 2005, which was brought on by my uh, senior project in high school. I was a big, uh, I was a big non-supporter for a long time, for my entire childhood. I didn't want to, um, I drank though, which is stupid, because I started drinking when I was 12. I was against marijuana for a really, really long time because I wasn't educated. And I was taught what these people think that marijuana is. And it, it is not anything that is crazy. Anyways, I did my entire senior project without ever smoking before, by the way. And going at it in a, in a um, critical thinking aspect of like, I, kinda, I just want to see what, what the deal is. And I learned a lot. And um, with that knowledge, I, uh, I have become a marijuana advocate. And it's been really exciting to see that the majority of states have um, embraced it and its medicinal properties. And um, I'm really excited for it to be um, federally legalized, which I think is coming. But um, that way we can do some more testing on it and um, get our American doctors and um, scientists to find different ways about it. And, of course, because we live in a capitalist hellhole, um, 
big farm doesn't want anything to do with it because they know that this is going to be potentially taking them out of business. And instead of actually being a part of the problem, like a part of the solution, I should say, and say, hey, if they find this, then we can make our own drugs and help people. We can do this together. You can find different ways of doing this. But it just, it's a fight. And that's, that's the thing that just is so infuriating to me. Well, anyways, this, um, this bill, and it's called um, SJR 101. It's, um, it was being brought on by Senator Groh of Eagle, proposed, I should say. And I wrote a very nice letter. <laughs> Wasn't nice to some, but I would like to um, read it to you. Um, it's probably one of my biggest accomplishments of 2021. And I'll, I'll, I'll explain a little bit later. So January 29th, 2021. And I emailed this to every single Idaho senator, by the way. Idaho is one of the few states that are happily a conservative and libertarian state. Libertarianism is based off of freedoms. You should have the freedom and the government shouldn't infringe or interfere with your freedom. The best way to describe this freedom is from, uh, from some of Idaho's favorite news source, Fox News. From their website, quote, there are two simple things that stand out to me as the pillars of conserv conservatism the absolute love of individual freedom and an acceptance of personal responsibility, unquote. Yes, that is Idaho for sure. Whatever I do at my home or in my spare time that doesn't hurt others or infringe on other people's freedoms, I should be allowed to do. For example, the government shouldn't have any say or try to remove or regulate my guns, correct? Government control starts personal freedoms that become controls personal freedoms that becomes a liberal idea, even dabbles in socialism. Agreed? Oh, I'm glad we're on the same page. However, my freedom and many other Idahoans' freedoms are now becoming infringed. SJR 101 is trying to be passed as a quote-unquote Hail Mary to make sure that marijuana is never legal in the state of Idaho, even medical marijuana. Did you know that with a lot of patients that medical marijuana helps with their appetite after going through chemotherapy? Did you know that our veterans use medical marijuana along with therapy to deal with PTSD after serving our country? Did you realize that several people with chronic pain use medical marijuana to handle their pain? Oh, and did you know that marijuana isn't physically addictive and non-lethal unlike most pain medications that are prescribed? That's right, your opiate painkillers, oxycodone, oxycotton, hydrocodone, vicodin, fentanyl, kill people. Opiate medications, if, if they don't kill you, they will hook you for life. Marijuana does not. And I have to ask you, as well as Senator C. Scott Grove, which side note, yes, that is his name, is C. Scott Grove. What a douchebag. Okay, back to the letter. What is going to come to, of this pro prohibition. When did prohibition really work? 
Also, you realize by producing pro a prohibition that you increase overall crime here. I mean, just do some basic research on Google about prohibition of 20, or 1920. With prohibition, you're welcoming gang activity to run rampant in the state. And I would feel that this is common sense, but obviously with trying to pass such an idiotic law, there isn't much common sense in our state government. Let's put into a different perspective, besides an elevation of crime. Let's talk money. Millions of dollars that could be taxed and staying in state rather than going to other states. Oregon's annual tax re revenue from recreational marijuana sales exceeded $100 million, and Oregon collects 17% tax on that, and that means $17 million of taxes were raised. When Ontario passed their local laws to start selling here, there, I can guarantee minimum, which this is that, I think it's actually higher, but I can guarantee minimum 85% of their sales are from Idaho. Why doesn't Idaho want to regulate, treat marijuana like alcohol, like no public use, no driving, etc., tax it and make a massive profit. Use that profit to go back to our state, our community. The schools need this, the roads need this. Whatever you can imagine, Idaho will be able to fund it with the use of taxing marijuana. Also boosting our agricultural aspects by growing marijuana and hemp. You'll boost our local economy and you're helping establish local farmers. Utah legalized it medically with a massive push by the Church of Latter-day Saints. Guess what, Senators? The Mormon Church is getting into the weed business as well. Which, as a side note, most of our Senators are Mormons. Um, that should perk some of your ears. Which makes me wonder, are we just that stupid not to legalize, regulate, tax, and benefit? Apparently, according to Senator C. Scott Crow, yes. Yes, we are that stupid. You fight for less government restrictions on your businesses. You fight for government not to take away your liberties and your guns. And you fight against science not to wear a mask because it infringes on your freedom. Tell me why. Why are you fighting against our neighbors and our friends who are dying of cancer? Why are you fighting against our friends and neighbors who are living with chronic pain and illnesses? Why are you fighting against our service men and women who have fought for your freedom, who needs this natural medicine for their own mental health? Why are you fighting against giving the taxes to Idaho instead of being sent to other states? Why are you fighting against our liberties and not fighting for them? Educate yourselves. That's on a ball, all bold. Stop making Idaho look so fucking stupid. That is also bold. Um, I strongly oppose Idaho Senator C. Scott Crow's proposed medical marijuana prohibition amendment, as well as most Idahoans across the state. I question the intelligence of Senator C. Scott Crow and his ability to be an appropriate representative of the Idaho of Idaho due to this proposal. Boom. So I sent that off. I did that on Friday night. I was up late emailing everyone that beautiful message. And then I woke up to an email from, from a senator. Her name is Senator Mary Souza of Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Her response was that I don't typically respond to foul language, which my only foul language was stop making Idaho look so fucking stupid. And then she proceeded to try to verbally spank me. And then in Inside of that spanking was a, possibly a bribe. Be careful what you wish for. 
that is a quote from our senator. So I wrote back, and I think she immediately regretted it. <laughs> we were writing back and forth, all professional. And I won't say anything bad about her because she at least responded. She is the only person that responded to me that voted for this bill. All the rest of them that have responded were strongly opposed to it. Yeah, she, uh, I will give her this. She actually reached out and um, she communicated with me and tried to debate me. Um, I think that she wasn't expecting um, me to have facts and back shit up. And um, when I said, is that a threat, Senator <laughs> Mary Sousa? She was backtracking big time and saying, no, 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 it's not a threat. It's not a threat to you. It's not a threat to anyone. No. And it was just like, mm -hmm. she knew she'd done wrong, bitch. But um, again, I'm, I appreciate her reaching out and debating with me and um, uh, come to find out um, today that she did vote for that measure. So anyways... Before that, we found out that this measure was going to be voted on the Senate floor this this week. So um, I actually talked with a bunch of senators. I had one from Pocatello, Senator uh, Mark Nye, really great, cool guy. We had a good 20-minute conversation. Really, really nice guy. Um, we... Yeah, he's just really, really cool. But yeah, I had uh, I had some emails back and forth with uh, a handful of senators, which I've never I can I've never done that before. So it was it was weird. It was really weird and different. And then we went to the the whole process, which they have to read the bill. And so on Monday they were reading it, and then. Tuesday, they, I think they read it again, and then um, the Republicans, which we have a total of 35 senators, um, seven are Democrats. So all the rest of the Republicans locked themselves in a room and did not want to debate on Tuesday. So they read the bill again today, they voted, and it passed by one. So I'm feeling really battered, really destroyed by it, um, just for the simple fact that um, we are stupid. <laughs> Idaho is fucking stupid. And I think the thing that's really moronic as well, during last weekend, I was trying to get on Facebook. I was getting on Reddit. I was trying to just stir up something. And Reddit was, and also Facebook, it was actually really infuriating. At least on Facebook, I had someone, and it was some white dude, tell me that what I'm doing is wrong or it's not right and I should have done this and whatnot. And it's like, at least I'm fucking doing something, asshole. And then on Reddit, it's the same thing. I don't know if he's a white guy. Pretty sure he is. <laughs> wow. Um, and that's no offense to, like, actual, like, woke white guys. 
but it's that like mentality of just like, oh, you're a woman and you're not smart and all of this shit, you know? And you just get that vibe and you're just like, you're disgusting. And on Reddit, this guy was just like, he, I, I, first of all, I think he was trolling me for the most part, but he told me to move. He was like, well, just move. And I said, um, but that doesn't solve the issue. I need, you know, I need people to talk to the senators and, and get something moving and tell them how dumb this is. And this is an advocacy in the sense of, you know, get other people that are even more knowledgeable than me. And I'm not that knowledgeable. I'm just going off the facts that I've learned at my senior project and I've learned over the years. But there's other people that are really into this and they are smarter than I am. And I need, like, that's what I was looking for. I was needing more advocacy on that sense. And so this guy was like, well, it's the easiest way to do stuff is just move. And this is a quote that I was so proud of, and I will use it to this day. But with, because I said, you're just avoiding the issue. Avoidance, let me get closer. Avoidance doesn't produce change. Just sit on that for a second. Avoidance doesn't produce change. And so that was a big, big thing for me at least. And it was like, whoa, this is true. This is a very true fact. And I just kept on going and I said, I just told this guy, I really appreciate you taking the time, but I really would rather you take the time to contact the senators and tell them how wrong this is. Thanks. And then it was like, well, what about this? Can't you reverse it? That's the whole point. though. I didn't explain this to you guys, but this bill that's being introduced, how it's verbiage is, is that it will be irreversible. And it doesn't matter what happens. How it is written is that no one, it will be nearly impossible for it to be reversed. So you're telling me that this is going to be forever, forever banned. And that's bullshit. That is the biggest bullshit thing. And that's what, like, that's the thing that sends me over where it's like, okay, I get it. You're, you're a bunch of Mormons and that's no disrespect to some Mormons that actually know and, and realize science. So no disrespect to some Mormons, but these kinds of Mormons are like, it's either our way or no way. Get out and move. And you know what? Who is also telling me to move? The same people that are like, I hate Republicans. Just move. You are the same people. And that's the thing where it's it's becoming clearer and clearer with certain lines and certain things with people, at least for me, where it's like, you are the same fucking person. You are the same person. So anyways, I, uh, yeah, they voted on it today. It is passed by one person. The good news is, is that since it is a constitution and it's trying to change the constitution of Idaho, this has to go through the house. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to create a different letter 
I'm gonna have to cite sources and all this bullshit, but I I have to do it. You know, it's one of those things where you just got to do it. And um, the thing is, is everyone else is saying, well, if it goes, then it's gonna be, you know, it's up to the people's choice and whatnot. It shouldn't have to go that far. With a bill like this, where it's something where it's like, this is forever, you can never change this because it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know why, why this guy hates weed that much. But that is baffling to me. And how lawmakers can say, yes, do it. We're down for it. Instead of being like, all right, I like some of this. This is great. Let's put this back. Let's let's do some amendments on it. Not make it forever. We can do something with it. And and that is what is crazy to me. Absolutely crazy. So anyways, it's going to the House of Representatives. And then if it gets past there, which it might, I, I thought for a split second it was going to get passed or wasn't going to get passed today. And it almost didn't, but what the fuck ever. But it needs to pass into um, the House of Representatives, and then it will be on the 2022 ballot. Um, so I'm hoping by that time we have federal legalization. I am going to be contacting uh, Normal and... Um, I'm, I'm crazy, but I'm going to be contacting uh, the White House as well. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to help any, but like just something where it's like, I get it. But at the same time, like, this is crazy. This is crazy. And it feels like I'm in like a nightmare for the past week. And it's like, I felt like I got out of this nightmare when Trump left and I'm right fucking back in it. <laughs> I'm just like over it. I'm over it. So anyways, that is what has been going on in my life. That is why I am so sorry I skipped last week. And I'm really sorry that this isn't a great episode. I'm just me venting about it. So I'm hoping by this weekend I'm going to film another podcast and it's going to be, uh, it's going to be chef's kiss. It's going to be amazing. So Thanks for hanging out with me. Let's do one last cheers. And, you know, this truly did not help because <laughs> I'm already feeling a little hungover just by the two sips I've had. But let's cheers. Let's cheers on our personal freedoms. Let's cheers on just being us, being who we are, and standing up for what you believe in. Cheers. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for hanging out with me. I really appreciate it. I know some of you don't want to hear about politics and stuff, and I don't either, you know, <laughs> but it's been something that I've been dealing with, and we, you know, the thing is, is about Toasted Tarot Nights, we talk about what's been going on, girl, and this is what's been going on, but anyways, I will talk to you later, and make sure that you do follow me on Instagram, which at Boise, and go to my website, whichboise.com. All right, bye.